Good. How are you doing today, there, Chris? I'm doing all right, boss. How about yourself? Well, just celebrated a uh, my wife's friend's birthday today at a uh, a kids resort where there's a bunch of pools, uh, swimming pools, and stuff like that. So I got home about 4 p.m. and I laid down. And I crashed. Right, and when I woke up, it was dark, and I'm like, "Oh no! Oh no!" <laughs> and it was only 7.30 when that happened, but I was scared. I missed it. I was scared. Yeah. What time is it over there for you now? 11 p.m. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it was unwarranted uh, fear, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been there before, man. Well, good morning. Well, good evening to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, good morning. Welcome to the Uninterrupted Podcast. Our guest today is Chris from Levitated Arts. PSX, do you want to do the disclaimer? Wake you up a little bit? Is that a no? Keep going, dude. <laughs> Before we start, a quick disclaimer. This podcast should not be considered financial advice. The content of this broadcast here and on any other platform are for educational and entertainment purposes only inside our own personal opinions. In order to make the best financial decision that suits your needs, please conduct your own research and seek the advice from a licensed financial advisor if necessary. Um, hey, Chris, um, a.k.a. Levitated. Glad you can make it this morning. Thanks for being here. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Thanks for having me. A couple cups of coffee in, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> I was a little nervous, but I wasn't going to be, but we're here. Oh, don't feel bad, man. Uh, like I'm actually still in the process of making coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I had to say yeah. because I, I'm telling you guys, if I wouldn't have jumped in here before my coffee, I would have been lost. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still a little <laughs> delirious, so forgive me. So my fault. <laughs> no, take your time, man. I uh, I definitely understand. I'm actually drinking a little coffee too. Yeah. As long as I only have one cup, it shouldn't interfere with my sleep. Oh, uh, the Philippines. Oh, that's the thing about the Asian continents, man. You you're you're drinking coffee for for breakfast, brunch, lunch, and then dinner. <laughs> Are you guys getting a lot of feedback from my mic here? No, or no. You you sound great, actually. All right, cool. Yeah, everything's good on my end. I use noise reduction so that I don't get that feedback affecting you guys. Um, iPhones have that automatic. Yeah, yeah. So thankfully, it's working out well. <laughs> so real, real quick, so levitate. Just to kind of go ahead and we start start diving in, dude. It's been a while since we uh, we met. I can't even remember when the last time uh, when we first met, but um, you know there yeah. was a lot of th- there was a lot of things going for you. I mean, you're you were built you're you're developing NFTs, attaching it to real world assets. I mean, going into what you um, uh, what you're what you're developing uh, now. But if you can like take us back from the beginning, um, before crypto NFT, 
this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Try not to take us down a rabbit hole, okay? All right, sounds good, you guys. I'll try to try to start from from where I can remember. These last few years have kind of been a blur as uh, as I've been pioneering through them, right? Um, <laughs> so, so let me first of all, obviously, my name's Chris. You guys I go by Levitated Arts. Um, been in the space since like mid late twenty twenties. Um, so you know, before NFTs and stuff like this, I was always I was always an artist, right? It was more of just a hobby of mine, right? At the time, was never really able to, you know, I was I was actually never really around too many artists, so I didn't really know how to create, how to how to bring it to be more than a hobby, right? Um, and then, you know, one of my family members was into crypto and NFTs at the time. This was around when like NBA Top Shot was going on and um, kept telling me to look into them. And, you know, I just, I, I put it off for so long because I just had like real life to deal with. <laughs> uh, kind of, kind of was um, in, in the front line for me at the time as far as, you know, just life. But um, so I, I took a deep dive into it a little bit. Well, I took a dive into NBA Top Shot, collected a few moments and stuff like this kind of kind of got a slight gist of like what nfts were right the the collectible aspect around this like it was it was really easy to correlate to like collectible cards or baseball cards and stuff like that um was never really much of a sports fan go ahead i was wondering i was gonna i was gonna make a comment so kind of like your gate this was like your gateway drug right yeah yeah attention like essentially right yeah um so much of a like I don't really watch sports. I used to play sports a lot when I was younger, messed up my shoulders as a pitcher and in football and rode dirt bikes, all that stuff. But um so I messed up my shoulders early on and I wasn't a big fan of just watching sports. So NBA top shot really wasn't my thing. Um but it, it introduced me into the realm of NFTs and blockchain. So I went from there and then uh ended up finding out about the wax blockchain and so I decided to you know jump over there everybody was starting to transition after like the peak of nba top shot everybody's moving over to like open sea wax and all these different these different little uh layer ones um anyway so i got over to wax blockchain and i kind of this is when i realized i was like oh my gosh like this is there's so much to do with art behind this as well and you know art's always been kind of my thing like i i just never knew what to do with it so started collecting some items over there kind of getting a feeling for for what was going on right in the space this um this led me into street fighters was doing a drop the old classic game or whatever and they did a drop over there and ended up uh collecting a few packs and they did these blend modes and it was super intriguing to me and i was like okay like this is this is where the fun part of nfts really comes in for me slick good to see you down there kirby everybody thank you guys for coming in um but anyways so we uh i got in and you know i started making you know actually seeing what nfts like could the potential of them could be for artists or for creatives in general um and i made i actually got really lucky on those packs that i got and made a awesome play um and with that money rather than like just investing back into more nfts i decided that i was going to invest in myself 
And so I took that money and I bought an iPad and I was never into digital art too much before NFTs and stuff like this. But as I said, like I've always drawn like my whole life. So I took that money and bought an iPad and I never looked back. And this was probably January of 2021, I would say. And from that day on, the very first NFT that I did just said, follow NFT Noob 23 on Twitter. And then I just did a mass mint, a free mint on, um, on Wax blockchain. That way it just flooded the secondary market. And so as they were scrolling down, all they would see was go follow NFT Noob 23 on Twitter. So um, that was kind of like my initial marketing tactic, right? So that kind of worked. Um, but on the other hand, uh, I made some really good friends within that space. Like, I, I think what really hooked me, aside from the fact that I could make something out of my art, was the the community aspect and, like, the love and the ambition everyone had for each other at the time. Like, it was, there was no, there was no greed at this time in, in the, um, in the in web3 space there was no like i need to be there first right everybody was still growing and kind of you know figuring out like where is this going to go what can we make of this right so i i got hooked you know aside from the people the art and everything like this and it just tossed me right down this rabbit hole man and ended up like you know 16 hours a night 18 hell sometimes 3 days like i feel like i was up forever at times you know just studying like how does go ahead psx Real quick, uh, real quick, if uh, if I can have everybody do or a good friend uh, levitate here a favor, if you guys can uh, retweet the space, help him get his voice out there as far and wide across the ecosystem, that would be greatly appreciated. Really want to help spread his, spread the love and vibe for him. I'm gonna go drop this in uh, my Discord and stuff too. If you would like, um, feel free to drop some questions and lead the conversation because I'll probably get lost. <laughs> no no worries no worries well, sorry sorry about that uh, keep going brother no no you're good man you're good trust me it's okay um so so yeah and i, I basically just kind of dove down that rabbit hole man try to figure out you know how does blockchain work like what what is what is the relevance here and what makes this special right and digital authenticity like was the main thing that i saw right the the the, the basically the digital ledger online just the the trustless aspect of it was was beautiful to me right um and you know also the fact that i was able to kind of fulfill my dreams of making something of art right so aside with that and then my mentality of just I, i'm real independent uh, like so my mentality like really like kind of drove me through this space definitely indefinitely um and i just kind of haven't looked back I, I initially i didn't know where the hell i was going in this space right i i just kind of dove in started creating artwork and just just trying to hone in my skills and get better and better and like i guess what i did along the way was i just even if i didn't like my work i put it out regardless because I guess what's one man's trash is another man's treasure. And I would never really find out, you know, who, who appreciated my work or anything like that without taking these risks. So, excuse me, sorry. So, um, so yeah, that's what kind of led me down this journey. I don't know. Maybe I got a little lost there, but yeah, it's a little no. introduction. 
<laughs> no, it's quite all right, dude. Um, and then, and then uh, coming in, I mean, I think you and I we were talking about how um, this is way back uh, when we first met and and the spaces, and then me introducing you to the uh, to Jerry prior before that. But I, I think you were telling me that uh, one project you got involved with got rubbed. So yeah, yeah this was. I mean, this was just recently, actually, and I, I don't even know if it was considered a rug, right? It was, you know, I just recently jumped over to Solana and started exploring there. My community was, like, persistent for the last couple of years, but I felt like I couldn't really step too far away from where I was focused already. I would have ended up spreading myself too thin and and kind of, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't want to... I didn't want to to lose focus essentially on what what I was building at the time, but this bear market had come through, and you know it kind of left me surviving essentially through these last things because I've, I've been full time in Web three for the last three and a half years now, and uh, that bear market was not easy, but we made it. Um, so I don't yeah. think that bear market's been easy for anybody, man. It, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Don't, think don't so. say that. Don't, don't say that. Like you're you're the you're the uh, only person, man. You are not alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. And I'm, I'm I'm proud to see all of you guys still pushing because over over the last few years, I can't tell you how many artists and creators and just just people just people that were interested in this space like lose hope and fall off just because of the downtime. And I feel like these cycles are something that you know we got to get used to and understand that you know things can't be amazing or can't can't be going perfect forever, right? There, there's going to be downtimes and those those breakdowns, hopefully they create breakthroughs. That's, that's kind of what I feel like they did for me in a sense, this, this little bit of time that, uh, that I spent through this bear market. Like yeah, I really kind of lost a little bit of focus in a sense, uh, trying to just make ends meet, um, doing jobs here and there to, you know, kind of just stay alive within web three and not have to focus elsewhere. So I was picking up artist gigs and stuff like this throughout the bear market, trying to just, you know, stay alive and stay in tune. Right. You, you know, you want to know where it gets really, I think this is where it gets even bad. Like even during bear markets, there's almost like two sides of per, two, 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 uh, two different personalities that I want to categorize. You get the moon boys and you get the futters, right? It's almost like crypto has its like bipolar, <laughs> bipolar <laughs> personalities. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> you know, it's like, you got one, one person who's just like to the moon. And then the one is just, just, Butting the crap. I mean, it's you wonder why. I mean, <laughs> like, hey, we need them both. Get riled up. Don't get me wrong. We do need them both. <laughs> right, right. We, yeah, we do need them both. Like one to, to to give us hope, and the other one to really destroy, to kind of like bring us back down to reality. In reality, like, right? Point, that reality check. Like, okay, hold on. Am yeah. I being too optimistic here, or am I not? Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like without. It's like the yin and the yang. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Oh, hey, Jerry. Jerry, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I'm going to get a little bit touchy feely here. So uh, I'm going to ask you, how, how the, uh, what happened over on Solana to you? So, I mean, well, how'd that make, how'd that make you feel and how are you dealing with it now? Because I'm gonna, you're not alone. You got people on the panel here that have gone through the same thing. Well, probably a different scenario, but pretty much the same. One person on the team kind of backstabs everybody else, takes money. That happened to me. It happened to Nest Forest. We talked to each other about it. And I tell you what, when it happened to me, it's, it was like someone took my whole spirit away. And I was just, I was so deflated. I didn't, I didn't want nothing to do with crypto anymore because 
it, it's so hard. But now I'm so careful. I'm so careful now. But I mean, what are the emotions that that you went through? Realistic, like honestly, because I've kind of been in the space for for a while, right? This this recently, whenever I jumped over into Solana, and I was messing around in SPL tokens, man. These these are meme coins, and I I kind of expected something like this. So it so it didn't really break me down, right? It was more of just damn dude it sucks to see all of these people here just getting wrecked and you know the the leads in in this coin are just you know they're they're lying to these people's faces when reality the you know i go back into the contract and i look at soul scan and everything the reality of it is you know contracts not renounced um still still mintable and it, it, it just it i i just see it as unfair and kind of like unjust right like you know what i mean like i don't i don't know so personally i under i understand like it was my own fault right like i invested in this i took a risk you it's it's hard to trust in DeFi, so i didn't let it beat me up too much right but this you know obviously like brought me back and kind of inspired like what am i doing here why am i sitting here why not you know expand over here and try to do something quote unquote the right way I, and now I don't know if any of us know the right way, right? But I know one thing is better than the other, and that's to actually do this for the people. And I mean, yes, of course, like the things that I do are intentionally done for the brand as a whole. But in the reality, the people and the people that like the people that support me and been throughout this journey with me for the last three and a half years, my ups and my downs, like those are the ones that matter to me. But um so i'm doing it for them but what's up jerry sorry oh no worries uh i'm patient with my questions <laughs> so <laughs> i i guess um I, it was it's more of a statement the other the other day i think it was about a week and a half ago i heard somebody say something and i just it stuck with me because they're actually on a team for a meme coin but they understand that memes are what they are. Right? Yeah. They're not, they're, they're basically a long shot gamble type of situation. And he's like, Hey man, he's it, a meme coin is going to go up. It's going to go down. And they're just being realistic about it. And I was like, that's kind of how you have to look at it. The to the moon stuff is just, I think that mentality is over. <laughs> I mean, it might, it'll happen again. I'm sure for some of them, but you, it's, you have to really get it in your mind as an investor. If you're going to be throwing money at something that is not like uh, there's not a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and it's just for fun, then you got to have the mentality. It's just for fun. It's <laughs> you're going to you could lose money if you if you stick with it too long. Correct. You know, you got to take profits. Yeah, yeah, most definitely take profits, people. <laughs> most definitely, because 80 percent of the time within the meme coin realm, they don't last very long. And and yes, as as a you know investor or degen part time, um, I, I know these risks, right? And I think I think we all should be kind of accountable for the risks that we put ourselves in. Um, so I was there with that. What's up, PSX? I saw you. I knew. Yeah, no, it's like for 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 anybody um, who who um, feels bad. For not taking profits, even though they know deep down they should. Don't, don't, don't feel like you're by yourself on that one because I'm just as guilty. I'm yeah, saying, me too. You know? <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you know, that's like, Kirby down here. I'm like, yo, take <laughs> your profits. Like we're sitting here watching charts. I'm like, all right, <laughs> peaks in, 
take your profits, and then I'm sitting here like, no, just wait for that green. Yeah. You know what's funny? I'm horrible. You feel, you feel bad if you take profits, but you feel worse after if you don't. Like, what is what is with that? That's a that's a dude. I swear that might be another conver- a whole a whole conversation in itself because I've been always been curious about that type of mentality because I've asked myself like why am I not like I know in the back of my head I should be taking profits but for whatever reason I'm just not like I don't get it. You know I'll jump in like like so with meme coins for instance like those I don't nece- I wouldn't necessarily worry about taking profits there like I try to because we all know what we're in it for right it's all just right fun and games it's having fun but like when i when i like if i invest in like another artist that is like truly there like building and trying trying to create something i feel a lot more um responsible for supporting and, and holding on to my bags and i think i think a lot of us have probably felt this too um and it's Go ahead. It's 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 not it's what is it? Uh, it's not just um, financial investment. It's more like a, there's an emotional investment in, involved. Correct. And, and that's where it gets really tricky. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you start developing some type of relationship with individuals within that community. You start to engage in open conversation. I think that's where the camaraderie starts to build up to where the relationship itself starts to strengthen within the community. And I think that that level of guilt starts to kick in, it, you know, there's a, it's a really strange dichotomy because you know, it, you're in the financial sector, but it's, I don't know. No, no. I mean, you're, you're so right. And for founders too, like, for, like for myself, like for instance, like, you know, during the bear market, like I couldn't help, but feel like I had kind of failed my collectors and stuff like this because of the downtime that it had caused. But in all reality, um, you know, I'm, I'm never leaving. Right. Like the, the, I've literally found like my passion and my place, like all, everyone that has been here, like from the beginning has solidified, like that I'm here to stay like it. And it's not that like, I'm just here to stay. a lot of, like a lot of you guys that are actually listening are responsible for me staying like, like it's because of you guys, honest to God. Um, so, so like, I, I think founders feel like that way also at, at times. Um, now, now something that, I, especially whenever we're like messing around in the DeFi instance and stuff like this, um, I always, I try to, I try to remind myself and people as well. Like if I'm like, Hey, come check this out. Like try not to act off your emotions, right? Look in the past, try to see the future, right? See, see what's going on here. Don't, don't let those green candles and don't let the, the hype really, really get you locked in. Right. Because I've seen a lot of people, you know, lose, excuse my language, but lose their ass just due to, due to acting off emotions, myself included. Fuck um, it. You can curse. Yeah. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Fuck it. Myself included. So, I mean, I definitely see where you're coming from though. PSX. No, but uh, real quick, I just wanted to make a general introduction to one of our uh, team members, uh, Ness Force. Um, he will be starting to join us in more episodes going forward. So just want to give him the opportunity to say hello. GM, GM, Ness. Hey, um, Chris, could you could you nest something that's uh, that could uh, have the, so the listeners can find what you got going on i mean i know they could just go to your profile and probably find it there too but 
if you have a tweet or something that is very specific, if you could nest it, that would probably help. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to go back and look when Ness is talking. I um I, I will say this, you guys. So my pin tweet at the moment with the Levitated Society like collector's deck skateboard raffle. Currently, I've like my wallet that I created those contracts with was compromised not so long ago, and I've been trying to transfer the um contracts to a new wallet, but every time I put money in there, it's just immediately drained. So don't mint at the moment if you guys are going to look at my pin suite um, because those funds will be lost. You'll, you'll still get your stuff, but yeah, just just keep that in board. I got to get on top of that there. Um, I will handle that. Ness, good morning, boss. Good to see you. I'll be right back. All right. Good morning. Uh, so yeah, I'll be um, taking more and more of a role as uh, we go forward. And uh, yeah, just thanks for Jerry and PSX for giving me the chance to be part of the team. It's been pretty fun so far. That first week was crazy, but I learned a lot. Um, so uh, yeah, thanks. Go ahead, Jerry. I was just say, Zuda, you're, I know you're requesting. Uh, we have an open NFT space on Wednesday that you'll be able to come up to. Uh, and if you could send me a DM, I'll, uh, I'll make sure you get on the, the roster for that. And levitate you're, you're, uh, you know, Chris, do you want to go to that? You're welcome. Oh yeah. I'll definitely jump in. I've, I've had my hands full, man. I'm trying to, trying to, you know, I'm running around like a rat with my head. I'm a little chicken with my head cut off. That's the saying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, um, lately, so. Trying to manage the team, figure out, uh, you know, build our foundation as we move forward to try to expand Levitated Society and everything like that. So I don't jump in spaces. Bear with me, you guys. I apologize. Trying to stay focused. But um, I'll do my best to make it. Uh, you know, I, I'll just create a new tweet with the website and we can pin that up there if you guys want to. Yeah, I'll uh, go ahead and keep going. I'll, I'll take care of that for you. You're a legend. Thank you, PSX. Yeah. And so um, we were talking about meme coins. Any aspirations on the meme coin side, um, doing anything with meme coins in the future, uh, anything tied with your NFT? I, I do plan to, you know, since, since this, um, you know, joining over in Solana and kind of jumping into this project and, and seeing the camaraderie that, that is built between these teams and meme coin and the passion that these holders have. You know, it kind of opened my eyes to like, this might be the missing piece to the ecosystem of Levitated Society as a whole, whenever it comes to our physical products and the brand as a, like, as an entity um, and to create, you know, that, that ecosystem within it. So we are actually, I, I'm currently trying to uh, build out a completely functional joke <laughs> if this makes sense so so i i don't want to release too much because we aren't really necessarily ready and you know loose lips ends up sinking ships and i feel like we're too early to to really go on into into real depth here but one thing i can say is that we are trying to create a very fun and like community focused ecosystem around a joke that that actually will have a functional um revenue stream and business behind it right and then it will correlate more into it, it will bring things full circle into levitated society and more of the physical intangible products that i wanted to deliver as an artist and as a designer um 
And I, you know, we're, we're building out this foundation. I'm not 100% like ready to release anything, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but there will be a lot coming. We, I, I'm working on a new NFT project for my Genesis collection on Solano. We're trying to broaden the horizons a little bit, expand our ecosystem and our community um, alongside, you know, a meme coin that will have deflationary aspects incorporated and eventually lead into a governance token, which will encompass levitated society as a whole and be utilized within our ecosystem. Um, I think that's really all I can release at the moment. But we do have light papers work, worked up, and um, soon enough, soon enough, things will be coming. Jets, I saw the thumbs down, man. Just gonna have to turn those notifications right. on, brother. <laughs> he always, he always, he always does that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Some motivation. The haters no. keep you going. Just turn, turn your phone upside down. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> But yeah, you guys had to spill a little bit there. For for me, it's it's the thumbs up. See? Yeah, it works out well, man. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you want to continue the questions there, I don't really um, I don't know where I was at. I lost my I lost my train at trying to thought when when Jeff's Jess popped in when you guys <laughs> said turn turn the uh... <laughs> oh he got into our OODA loop. Oh. Uh, uh, don't now, let it now happen. I gotta explain what an OODA loop is. <laughs> oh. oh yeah i wanted i wanted to ask you like were you ever did, did did expanding outside of solana um any of the other chains that you're currently sitting on did, did it ever cross your mind because I, I know i've been kind of poking your brain a little bit or if not kind of pushing you to consider it but i know you got a lot of on on your plate i know you've got a community that you have an obligation to but as far as uh you know expanding outside of uh, solana i mean well, I mean, I was on Ethereum originally, right? Like, I started on right. Wax, ended up expanding to ETH, and then, you know, just just now started really exploring Solana, even though I had my community, like, telling me, like, get over here, we need you over here, like, for so long, but I was just scared to spread out. Um, feel like I need to take that risk now, though. But what's what's up? What, so, so where were you getting to? I'm my apologies for interrupting. I was gonna, I was gonna solicit uh, Cosmos. Yeah, Honestly. fill me in a little bit, please, because <laughs> yeah. I've been out of you know out of the loop with Cosmos a little bit. Yeah, Cosmos. I mean, it, it's 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 more notoriously known for IBC, where each um, ecosystems within the ecosystem can can communicate and 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 um, interact with each other versus other chains. I think I know for I know I think Ethereum was building something similar, but not quite at the level that I uh, that the Cosmo has to offer. Um, and and I know we've we've been in communications and working with another um, um, DeFi DeFi project. And I know, look, I know you got onto somebody not going to name names, but um, not trying to chill. But I'm gonna chill a little bit. I'm gonna chill. <laughs> <laughs> white well DeFi, which is um they have a program where you know if you build on top of them um you get catapulted um with other chains that they automate it's it uh they automatically uh are are built on, uh, are interacting with so it's more like say like if they're if they're uh already interacting with like seven chains you build once you deploy seven times really That's how so, so yeah so 
well, what is their ecosystem built on essentially? Like, like what, what source of development? They have a megaloo. Oh, you talking about like Russ and all that? Well, yeah, that, like um, you know, where like where would our devs need to know to build if we if we were to end up similar going to Solana? Cosmos? Man. Is this? Yeah, it's it's Solana. Uh, it's pretty much like Solana for the most part. Uh, okay. I, Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so that, that's basically how it works. It's just making uh, liquidity more efficient. And I know you've been talking about, or you've been trying to figure out the token. Even really hesitant about talking about tech tokenomics because you're still um, learning. Right, we need to work. figure out the flow of our ecosystem and kind of right. how how we plan to disperse these throughout. Um, you know, the the tools and stuff that we plan to provide. So, right. so our tokenomics are still under the works, right? We're we're super early in the development stage, essentially of this ecosystem kind of building, laying our foundation, building our team. Um, I am not at all opposed to looking into Cosmos because I, you know, the importance like chain agnostic, like development is super important to me. I always, I've, you know, since early 2021, I've, you know, been thinking that interoperability was going to be the future of blockchain eventually. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm, actually really intrigued by this cosmos i've you know i've heard of it over the time but i never dove in too much with it so i think uh, i think it's gonna create uh the cosmos is going to get a little bit more relevant this next run because solana is becoming more relevant already yeah because people are sick of the gas price yeah dude i mean that's what that's what kind of pushed me over to solana i got over to solana and i'm like oh my god transactions going through and like three seconds there's not a 50 dollars fee on everything like i might be able to sustain as an artist over here <laughs> oh so, i got so. a question for you since you're in the solana um i mean one thing that they I, I, I vaguely remember they did announce like their own i guess solana phone but it never really picked up steam because it was not much different from like any other google phone or android based phone like yeah i mean was there anything special about it like oh security what like i, I don't know phone to, phones mobile phones don't really hit me uh relevance uh relevancy until they're able to uh, grab a part of the market share not that it doesn't matter how much market i mean it kind of does uh, matter how much market share because i remember um uh i forgot i think it was h htc uh, phone was created like a and brand, built the phone that they quote unquote positioned it as a crypto phone, but it didn't did really they? take off. Yeah, they did, and it was really it was a cool concept. But I mean, just um, just that face value, it didn't seem much different than than a, your your average phone. I mean, that was that was the problem was is that it was really hard for the market for the mainstream market it was really difficult to distinguish what the difference was other than saying that it was a crypto phone and and to be frank it might have been i think they were i don't know if it was a way to garner more mainstream adoption it, it could be right and i i think you know but, but, all right so crypto's got this huge bad like dark cloud over it right whenever we, mm -hmm. we come to this you know general media side of things whenever it comes to the news and and such yet even though they're buying it all up um right that's all <laughs> black rock, but, right black rock but, let's just call them out black rock yeah but um you know i i, I think uh, all right let let me just correlate i don't i didn't dive too much into this lana saga mobile right but i think that 
what I've dove into it recently because they're actually releasing their like series two, I think in the start of 2025, what, what I'm seeing from it now is the community aspect and the, um, the, the opportunities that, that they are giving these, you know, the, the um, the, the people that buy into these phones and that actually collect these phones, they, they get different opportunities and, to meet all these different communities through airdrops and different reward systems that they include within this phone and everything. Um, this is not my field, so bear with me when I'm wrong, if I'm wrong in some instances. But I, I think that uh, th- that's kind of cool how they're doing that aspect of it, right? You know what I mean? You, you invest in the phone, we're going to reward you with airdrops, kind of introduce you to the ecosystem and the DeFi and into these, you know, communities that are actually pushing for longevity rather than just into you know just tossing somebody into the ecosystem right and just being like here you know what i mean fend for yourself they kind of they kind of lay the foundation or the groundworks for those new people coming in yeah. um, i think that's really interesting and i'm kind of kind of shooting to collaborate with them but we will see how that goes yeah and i think what htc's um what, what, what was hurting htc was they weren't necessarily a software based they didn't have a really a, a real portfolio in software development just hardware and that's where that that hurt them the most um because they 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 fought they, they went belly up like chapter nine not even not not chapter 11 chapter nine bankruptcy filing where they just went belly belly up i mean and what's crazy was they they've received multiple i mean i'll be honest they made some of the best phones because i've owned a lot of uh hcc phones myself too been, is one of my first. yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and they, they've been the most innovative more most reliable mobile devices and received multiple awards but for some weird reason they can never get their marketing uh, uh right um, I never understood it. Like it, it was like the right phone for me. I love how they introduced like the the simple idea of widgets. Yeah. And it, you know, crypto at the time when they were developing a phone to to market toward the the crypto um, demographics, um, I, I think they. I mean, it was a huge risk, but I think it was yeah. just one of those timing situations because crypto in general was an unregulated. It still is an unregulated environment. Um, it's a scary field to push yeah. to a consumer basis that has no idea about it, right? Because right. of the the negative aspect or outlook that is that is already well, like brought with to, it. To, to add insult to injury, crypto even still right now is not exactly is still going through a learning curve process where it's not exactly the the user experience is not fully one hundred percent streamlined. One thousand yeah. percent. You know that's it's it's such a learning curve. Like you have to make. You know, you, you like take for example, like um, when you go to Amazon, right? You check out, it's like click, click, done. You go to crypto, it's click, 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 type, 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 copy, paste, click, done. You know, before we jump over to Jeremy, that's one of the most. I, I apologize, actually. <laughs> that's that's one of the, like the things that I see are super beneficial here, and like I've you know I've been verified now with CrossMint.xyz, who's partnered with Mastercard. And that's that's one of the things that we try to highlight is the ease of use for for um, for new people into crypto this way that you have the opportunity to kind of explore with non-custodial wallets and debit and credit card purchases just to get your toes wet. You know what I mean? And then, um, you know, with all the experience that we've myself and my community has had um, throughout the years, just kind of giving these people a a safe 
um, pathway into crypto by by allowing them to learn at their own rate, but with you know with with the experiences and the uh, the things that we've gone through already. But Jerry, go Be ahead. Coffee. Apologies. Yeah, I was just going to mention, um, you know, uh, game developers or and or anybody that's developing an app for a utility doesn't even need to be a game. I'm just games is the easiest thing to talk about, right? When it comes to apps, you got Google Play and you got Apple Store. If Solana had their own store that was more conducive for developers in crypto to be able to get in there with with more of an ease of entry, you know, because getting into the Apple Store is hard. Yeah, Zuda actually uh, um, might be able to talk on that next time you guys open up your space for the artists and stuff. He's he's pretty uh, knowledgeable on that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm th- I'm thinking that if they did that, and I mean, it would be very niche. It'd be Solana only. So I mean, obviously, the all the Solana maxis or people that love Solana, I like Solana. That uh, it would only be apps that they use on uh, you know with their blockchain. Sure. However, it would attract a lot of developers because if they're making a game or any type of utility where you can have an app and then it can also have all of the crypto type interactions i mean everything on it could be solana based i mean well, i think that would uh, it's god i would want yeah, that yeah 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 except there's one key component and this is something that's never been talked about and i've noticed this time uh, time and time again and all of crypto is guilty of it i'm going to call it out right now is that the conversation isn't isn't bringing into the uh, to the idea of tooling like need toolkits Google has one. Apple has one. Where's crypto on it? Right. I, I mean, I think we are still developing these, right? right. Like over the last like, really, year, yeah. year and a half, we've seen all mm-hmm. these different SDKs for yep. creators and developers coming out that that are that are almost, you know, ease, easing the process. But I don't think that we've surpassed helping the creators yet. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. I it's content got, gotten where we need to be. Yeah, exactly. Because um, as as the saying goes, from Netflix, content is king. Yeah, yeah, you know, what content, I mean? content right. and uh, like, research. Here, here's another here's another case case study for anybody who thinks I'm I'm, I'm full of shit. Uh, PlayStation versus Xbox. This is back in um, when the first PlayStation was released, just before the Xbox was released. Which console had more content? I would assume PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation had more content. That's why they were able to uh, to, to really uh, stay ahead the, uh, set of the curve. They still maintain a bigger market share. It was always content. And the reason being was like, like after after the first place, uh, PlayStation and then, um, no, no, no. It was after the PlayStation 3. Um, they really put uh, really put a lot of emphasis and focus and investing on on working with developers on how do they how how do they create build an architecture and 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 platform with the right tools to help m- make creators um, development uh, development process as easy as possible. Not not that it's it's easy. I mean, developing a, a AAA video game is is anything but easy. But <laughs> to really just take off the pressure as much as they can. You know, right? I mean, that's that's got to be like the first big step, right? Because huh? lowering bar- barriers to to entry. Correct. You, know, you want the indie. You don't just want to. You don't want the big AAA guys. You want the indie, the independents. You know, give mm-hmm. them the opportunity. I mean, if take 
you know, like even like Adobe, you know, they, instead of spending $2,000 for an entire Adobe suite, like how do we do a monthly subscription where it's, you know, you, you, you pay when you use it versus having to pay $2,000 every year for to, to update it. I mean, why not lower the barrier to entry for anybody to, to, to learn and use it? Um, Epic Games is free. Unity is free. You know, give the opportunities are there to learn and they have a full on, um, you know, documentations. I mean, these are a lot of pieces. And I, cause I spoke with a, another dev who was originally from Juno. He's no longer with the, with the chain anymore. You know, one of the things that he kept bringing up that people seem to ignore was documentations, you know, cause you have to train and, and educate a population to, to do this. Cause it's not going to, it's not going to execute itself, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, but that should clue you on how early we are. I'm just, yeah, definitely. I, just and you know, I, I thought we were, you know, just, yeah, it's all right. So everybody's probably sick of the, we are early, but you guys were still early. Like this is the only, yeah. this is the second cycle into NFTs. Like, and we aren't even into the second cycle yet. Um, Who knows what's going to happen here, right? Are we going to yeah. see like what we saw in 2021 or are we going to, is it going to be larger? Is it going to be less? Is I, I don't even know what to anticipate, to be honest with you. Um, better I, get in the cosmos before the second run, dude. I'm just yeah, saying. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm diving into it today. I'm I'm just trying to focus on artwork and get this collection ready to launch. But I'm gonna be taking some of my time today to dive into cosmos and seeing what that's all about because, you know, ch- being like multi-chain agnostic is is really important to me. Um, bringing bringing expanding like as much as I possibly can in order to, you know, it, it give basically to just expanding as much as i can into as many cosmos as possible <laughs> is uh it's really well yeah because not like 10 years from now some of these chains might not even exist. right right exactly so it's, it's going to be spread out and, and this is you know that actually brings me to speaking back to like the creators in here you guys like it is if you aren't already, you know, go check out, you know, Manifold, Third Web, you know, maybe even CrossMint.xyz and look into these, these, uh, these, you know, smart contracts. If you're not a developer yourself, they got these different SDKs and tools that allow you to have complete ownership over your contracts. And you can create marketplaces that you then can independently share within your website. And, and this, you know, this just that that layer of security, not only for you as a creator, but for your collectors, because, you know, just as Jerry said here in the next couple of years, who knows? I mean, I mean we've seen OpenSea's downfall here lately. Um, like, who knows who's going to be on the top coming coming forward as as things develop, as regulations come in, there's going to be pivots that are needed to be made. And I don't think any of us can predict the future. So so we're going to have to kind of kind of expand, explore, and secure your your own ecosystem in a sense. I think that's very, very important. So like if you guys haven't already, go check out, you know, obviously I'm not partnered with these guys or anything, but and if you guys have others to recommend, but Manifold, Third Web and, you know, Crossmint, things like that are making it really, really like user friendly for for creators. I started to think for just a moment um about when as NFTs evolve here in the next five or 10 years. And I think, I don't know if, I think Ness has a better understanding on how to address this, but say like when NFTs 
have more utilitarian features to it. Do you, I, I wonder if NFTs could potentially fall into an S, um, into a securities category. I'm saying that very, very like cautiously, not to spook anybody off. You know, I mean, it, it's a, it's a possibility, right? Do we know right. this is going to happen? Uh, absolutely not. Like, it really depends on how they how they roll out because at the end of the day, uh, there's going to be some change that comes in. You know, they they're going to push push their uh, their their agenda and and how they how they want things to be controlled here. And it's up to they, us they, as independents and creators. They, yeah, the, the federal government's been been fighting the shit out of crypto. And then for whatever reason, reports have been coming out that these big hedge fund companies have been buying on the cheap. <laughs> and I start to raise my eyebrow like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Dude, it's Year's Day, right? It's like, okay, <laughs> you let's, know? let's fund the bags, let's stock up because we got a big plan. <laughs> You know it's what a, I mean? It's a scam token. I'm gonna keep buying. Like, exactly. wait, what? <laughs> it's like every other influencer, you know, that we've seen lately. Right. Oh. <laughs> hey, Chris, we're gonna be ending it in about ten minutes, but I uh, I have people requesting. Do you want to do a small space after this, just so that people can come up? I would. So we can kind of interact. I would love to, man. Honestly, because you know, I used to host spaces quite a while. We went for like 150 episodes, but. You know, during that little downtime, the bear market, I kind of like lost my enthusiasm and I felt like it wasn't good for me to just continue talking. And I needed to really step back, reevaluate my process and see, see where I was as a creator in this space and how I could move forward. So I would love to actually reconnect with a lot of the people that, that are here okay. today. Yeah. So I'm just going to request that you open that space okay. and then I will join it. Sounds good to me, boss. Yeah. Awesome. So everyone that's requesting, uh, give Levitate a follow. I mean, I'm going to join it too, because I, we have some, I think they have questions or just statements, but, uh, I want to hear what they have to say anyways. And, uh, we only have so much time in here, but, uh, I want, I wanted to say, um, crypto is like the next, like com. It's the next big move, right? What the only thing that's different with crypto is moving so freaking fast. Yes. Man. I know everyone says you're earlier, earlier, early. Man, if you blink your eyes too many times, you're and, gonna and you're gonna get lost, dude. Like it's gonna be so hard to keep up. Like it, even as founders, like we get so caught up in our process and everything that it's hard to stay in tune with the with what's happening. Like I lose track so often once I'm focused on what like what I'm doing. I'll be like, oh my god, sorry, I need <laughs> come on, community. Like please refresh me, right? Like because I've been out of it trying to keep up with everything. Um, but. But yeah, I man, it's it, we are so early, and and then second of all, like what? Oh, there's something you said, and I completely left me. What I was gonna say to it, so never mind. I was gonna. <laughs> my make, main point was how fast crypto moves. Yeah, I'm gonna. I was gonna make the comment of like, yeah, you, you're early now until you're not. Correct. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, we could say that all day. And then tomorrow it's like, you're late, dude. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's it, I, that's I all. still don't remember what I was going to say. So maybe it'll come back to me in the space that I host. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, just, just real quick. I did nest uh, for, for everybody who's listening in on this. Uh, I didn't went ahead and nested um, uh, Levitate's uh, website. So, you you know, please, for to support him, you can check out his his work there to get more information. It's at uh, Levitate Dart. Levitate, levitatedarts.com. Um, but uh, I don't think we even, I know, I know we're running out of time here, but um, 
Uh, and I know we didn't go too much into your project. It was just kind of, we were kind of bouncing around a little bit, which is fine. Um, kind of give us a, a quick summary because, you know, real world assets, um, tokenomics, uh, bring it home, dude. So essentially, our end goal is to introduce crypto to the real world through levitated society, you know, um, collectibles and like products such as um clothing designs and stuff like this my heart's always i've always loved clothing and stuff like that and and just a designer at heart so i've you know i've made really good friends with actually um p skinner who has created the now um nfc tags which are fully encrypted blockchain like correlated nfc tags that uh security focused and you know we i plan to then introduce these into our physical assets and work them into our ecosystem, you know, that we create with, with our token. And because we're so early, I, I, you know, I would love to come back here as things expand and I'll be able to release more, but because we're so early, I just, I don't want to release too much at this moment. There's, there's a lot of things that are subject to change right now as we lay the foundation, but the end goal is to introduce crypto in a seamless way to the real world with physical assets that are tied to digital assets and create a digital ledger and give these products that authentication they deserve which you know was actually kind of inspired by p skinner as well with his attempt with the now nfc chips as an attempt to mitigate the um what is the 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 uh, counterfeit market, right? Um, like, how do we verify, you know, that a Gucci bag or Louis Vuitton or something like this is completely authentic, right? You have to understand their their threads. You have to understand certain traits about these products that you really need to study up and know before before knowing if you're getting a real bag or a fake bag. And I feel like with the introduction of NFCs and a digital ledger and digital authentication, we can kind of mitigate the risk of, you know, falling down. Is this now, this is brand specific, but is this levitated society piece or is this, you know, a knockoff levitated society piece? You will, you will always be able to know um, because there's a digital letter, digital ledger and digital authentication attached to it, which also creates an opportunity for brands to, really really focus on their consumer base and their and their believers rather than their fans i like that i just don't like that word but um because because you can create a reward system around this right as long as you have the right ecosystem set in place and you can create an economy within this then there's a way to reward these holders and forever expand i mean i i think that the opportunities are truly limitless with what what is coming to the world for blockchain even whenever it comes to like shipping and logistics and stuff like that like it's it's kind of insane um i have huge ambitions and goals and i i don't plan to have this all done in the next year right like this is this is this is a five ten year goal and it has been since since the beginning um through this bear market with our physical products and digital assets like you know i, I was struggling to get things off the road because i was you know trying to make it as an independent artist so so i think that um you know i kind of 
you know, like I said, I'd step back, kind of reevaluate where we were and how, how we can move forward and jumping over to the SPL tokens and kind of getting rugged. I'm like, you know what, something that I've been worried about due to the gray area essentially. And like, do I want to put our brand in the limelight like this whenever, you know, like it's, it's so frowned upon by the general media, but at the end of the day, you guys, excuse my language, but fuck it. We're going to take risks because there's no other way to progress. So we're going to see how it goes. And if you, if you, if if you feel bad about, um, if you feel, uh, really hesitant about dropping an f-bomb i'd like to introduce you to jg so at some point jerry if we can get uh if we can get an introductory going on uh you'll, you'll see jg because i think there's a good fit where you and him can start a, a a conversation with backbone labs um based on what you just shared uh uh Ness, did you want to say something real quick because i saw you you were on mutant uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask Levitate to expand upon the idea of an NFC. I had to look it up because I'd never heard about that before, um, a near-field communication. Uh, how would that specifically function in real life with the physical piece of art or the Gucci bag or whatever um, so example you want to use? Essentially, N- NFC, like near-field communication, has been around forever, right? It's something that we use every day in like with RFID chips as well, within our credit cards, debit cards, whatever you use, you just tap it and it transfers the data to whatever is, you know, there to receive it. It's literally just magnetic, like field of communication that just transfers data to X to Y. Um, So my thought on this is, well, utilizing, you know, not to keep dropping names or anything like this, but Peace Skinner, if you guys don't know him, go give him a follow. He is brilliant, brilliant guy, and he's, you know, really building things to change the world. Um, but the way he's done this is these NFC chips kind of create a user profile that is blockchain agnostic, and, uh, and it, it allows... So there's different ways to use it, right? The initial way that I've kind of been toying with it is through like my physical canvas prints um basically like say you purchase one of my this is this is a very very like minimal way to utilize these things right let's say so i've levitated rose charts collection and these are one of ones that come with a physical canvas print right these one of ones they come with nfc integration on them so you can take your phone you tap it to the nfc tag this brings you then to your digital asset that is the like most minimal way that you could possibly use them, right? Um, as Now, as we plan to expand and put these into our clothing and stuff like this, this can go off to like meetups, reward systems, and so on. This way, this this NFC tag acts as a, as a portfolio or a profile for you to where you can keep up with your interactions through it. Like say um, reward systems can be set in place because then... Uh, um, how do I explain this? So, all right, basically imagine it like this. So let's say Levitated Society has music artists or something, or we partner with Slick for a, uh, you know, one of these um, music events that he, that he goes out and promotes and stuff like that. And we partner with him and Levitated Society gets, you know, free access or let's just say free access, right? For now, um, as long as you're wearing a Levitated Society product, this NFC integration, this NFC chip that's integrated to this will, um, will, uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, I just got a message up top. It was a really good idea, Grow Queen. Um, th- these NFC chips will allow these, you know, collectors or our consumer base that owns Levitated Society products to, you know, come to the gate. And rather than having a ticket or buying something like this, they can tap the NFC tag. And this this automatically shows that you're a holder, brings up your profile, allows you access to these events as well. So there's there's multiple ways you can we can utilize these. I think OD Labs is actually kind of spearheading this as well. I've seen them do it. I mean, we've seen Nike with RTFX and all them kind of kind of adopted over the last year as well. I mean, Nike was actually they were getting patents for NFCs in like 2019 before any of us even knew about it. But go ahead, PSX. Sorry, bud. Um, so this this tag is it is it like an actual chip chip or is it like you know, it's, it's literally just like you can you can create them out of anything essentially it's just a piece of metal that is magnetized it's super okay. super interesting wow okay because i was thinking in my head like it, it was like maybe a qr code that you would scan i mean it, it, again, it acts something like that but basically right. it just it just reads off the rfids or the near field communications where like you just tap your phone to it pops mm. up and then uh click link it brings you wherever that's interesting i i would i was thinking in my head like what you know like is this thing watchproof or something it is is okay that's that's really interesting yeah it is so like there's so many different things you can do with it i don't even think that we've broken the ice with the possibilities and i think they really really involve an ecosystem to truly see the potential because you need a user basis to understand you know how how you can develop them going forward so like, I'm don't get me oh. wrong. Like, <laughs> there's going yeah. to be a lot of future development in this. But yeah. it's, this is my end goal. Because I'm thinking in my head, like a good starting point would be like music concerts, like music festivals, where the, the the where the apparels would turn into tickets themselves. Exactly. But also give give, give the attendees uh, a real stake in the game. And then not only that, think about it. As soon as you get scanned in, bro, you got a digital ledger that you can reward every single one of those holders or consumers that had come oh that makes me uh it makes it it almost makes it unscalpable not exactly. not like foolproof scalpable <laughs> but um but like very difficult to scalp yes 100 percent. and and like the possibilities are truly endless right um because i mean like those let's say those people that show up to this music concert uh and then there's uh you know a single that this artist decides to release or something during this concert you could be the first people to receive this single that night, essentially, like because we already have a ledger of who's showed up to the concert. Now, these things can be, you know, just shipped right out to those those wallets, essentially. So this this could expand to so many different fields like it's unreal. I'm yeah, cause I, yeah, because I started thinking, um, and I'm gonna have to bring in politics here in a little bit, a I little mean, bit dude, more. Yeah, okay, yeah, because like, I was, I was, because I, I, I saw the, uh, uh, the Biden, if if you want to call him the president, and, uh, uh, that, that could be another conversation. But he, uh, he, uh, or or the intern, whoever tweeted, uh, I have to find that tweet where don't, don't trip, PSX. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm trying not to get too riled up. I was, I was, I was more so taken back about like the the level of like trying to figure out where this where this where this guy's uh, priorities are. But it, it seems like it it had to be like sports ticket where the tweet was more in regards to. You know, uh, we're, uh, I, I guess, um, don't quote me specifically if I get it wrong, but it was along the lines of, you know, overpriced tickets, um, 
you know, where it gave me the, it gave me uh, some kind of um, understanding that, you know, he wanted to pass some type of legislations to, to fix the price. And we, we know what happens when government tries to fix a price, like shit just goes AWOL in the, in the marketplace. Uh, but it, it seems like, it seems like just this aspect alone just solves that problem without any uh, government interference whatsoever. Like it still allows the free market to do what it, what it does best, which is to figure out, you know, where that fair value is between mm-hmm. two parties versus having a third party coming in. I'm just saying, I just want to throw that out there. That's a fact, I find that free, I mean, you know, I agree. I agree big time. Yeah. Oh, we are slightly over um, real quick, but just, just a last comment. Um, uh, to make, um, and then I'll let you guys have the floor before we wrap it up. Give Levitate a follow. Give this tweet a, a retweet. Can I help his uh, help him get his voice out there? And for everybody else who um, uh, who joined in and hung out with us today, we really, really want to say thank you. Uh, and then uh, before we wrap up, uh, Jerry Ness, if there's anything else you want to add to it, go right ahead. Well, I'm not going to. Thank you for uh, listening. Uh, I'm not going to say goodbye because I'm going to join Levitate Space. He's going to open up right after this, and uh, we'll be able to bring people up on that one, and uh, we'll be able to have a. Well, this was a casual conversation, but it'll it'll be a little bit more dynamic with uh, other voices coming up. So uh, I'm going to do that and go ahead and ask. All right. Yeah, I'm also going to hop in over there because I have a feeling I'm going to learn a few things about NFTs and uh, some of the subjects we touched upon in this space. So I'm pretty excited to hear what the uh, other speakers have to say. I'm excited to learn about what you got going on too, Ness, to be honest. Um, I guess I'll, I'll close out here too and just say thank you guys all for showing up, listening to me. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. We're all still learning here. Let's make mistakes and let's let's build the future, you guys. Um, Y'all stay levitated. I'm going to go in here, make another cup of coffee. We'll get the space going. We'll see what's happening. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. And for everybody else, have a good weekend. Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash Is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting nottas And then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap though The road is highly involved Flip a coin Diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what 
works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybelines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth say and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces. <laughs>